Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation 35th Anniversary Podcast. As we look back over 35 years of both service to the bone marrow failure community and advances in treating these diseases, we are taking a moment to check in with patients and caregivers who have experienced combating bone marrow failure diseases. Today, we're chatting with Bob McFarlane. Bob is a Vietnam War veteran and an MDS patient as a result of exposure to Agent Orange. We're delighted that Bob is here to share just a bit of how he's seen treatment and hope as well change over time. Welcome, Bob. Welcome to you. So our first question for today, which information that you found or received when you were first diagnosed helped you the most in dealing with your diagnosis or your treatment? Well, when I was first diagnosed, which was approximately 2001, or suspected of having MDS in 2001, there was no treatment. So, but I did research, and when I was finally did a bone marrow biopsy in 2005, I was immediately put on Darvipotent Alpha, or what's commonly called ARNS. And it was uh, it was through my own research, actually. I hadn't hooked up with your foundation at that time. It was shortly after that they did start getting in touch with John Huber, who's your retired executive director. And he was a great help, directing me to different sources, um, people that could explain to me exactly what was going on. Number one being David Steenzema from uh, Dana-Farber. He is a great source. We know Dr. Steensma really well, too. So I'm glad you got connected with, with him after, after your diagnosis of myelodysplastic syndromes. When you were diagnosed, what was, you said there was no treatment at the time in 2001 when it was suspected. What was the life expectancy or the prognosis when you were first diagnosed? Well, the prognosis was 29 to 48 months, but the uh, the oncologist that did that uh, suspected I had MDS, he did tell me, do not go home and get on the internet and scare yourself. That's, of course, uh, having a master's degree in computer science and having taught it for 40 years, I went home and scared the heck out of myself because the prognosis at that time was something like six months. So I was scared, like I believe anybody would be. And here we are at 2019. 2019, yes, yes. Uh, I fooled them. The doctors don't know how long you have to go. And I, I contacted a number of doctors Besides David, I spoke with Mikhail Seacrest at Cleveland Clinic, and I spoke to Mayo Clinic and to John Hopkins, uh, a number of different ones. They all said, you're 
type of MDS is something called RCMDRS. I'm not supposed to be alive, but that's okay. And so, and so your, your first treatment was in 2005. Actually, I have been treated with uh, uh, Darvipotent Alpha ever since. Now, the, the, uh, the size of the shot has grown over the years. But I am I'm extremely satisfied with it too because uh, uh, Mikkel Mikkel Secrets did a seminar for you folks in Maryland and I came to it and I asked him flat out I said how long Mikkel do you suppose that uh, Darvipotent will be fine for me and he says well the latest studies say about maybe 36 months. Well, here I am nine years later and still going along. In fact, just told my wife a few moments ago, uh, I need to take my shot. I get uh, Darvipotent Alpha twice a month, uh, once on the first and once on the 15th. So I'm actually one day behind. It sounds like they found the right thing for your version of myelodysplastic syndromes. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I suppose so. It, uh, you know, the, the downside of, of MDS is that uh, you're always going to be tired. You're always going to be short of breath. Yeah, I, I asked Dr. Steensma uh, about the fatigue and the shortness of breath and he it prompted him to write an article uh, that explained that it doesn't matter what your uh, blood counts are going to be you are always going to be tired and short of breath because of what mds does to your blood so that settled that for me uh i will always be tired and short of breath but i shall live through it because the alternative is not good. Okay, then. So if we look back at your first diagnosis, what do you wish that someone had told you? Or what piece of advice would you like to give patients who had just heard their diagnosis? What did I think initially when the doctor told me that uh, 29 to 48 months? What I am not going to do is I am not going to go home and lie down and say, woe is me, I'm dying. I'm going to live until the point at which I die. Is that the advice that you would like to give to patients who have just no. heard their diagnosis, or would you like to tell them something else? Yeah, number one advice is become your own advocate. Don't, uh, don't depend on somebody else to tell you what you need to do. Uh, study use the resources of your foundation, use the internet, ask your doctor uh, questions. And if that doctor, oncologist or hematologist is not willing to answer your questions, find another one. Uh, I, of course, initially was treated by the VA and I was blessed that my 
uh, hematologist was willing to sit and spend as much time with me as I wanted. Wow. That's great. If any veteran is listening to this, uh, you need to find a private doctor who's going to go to uh, bat for you. Dr. Steenzema is one of the best. Okay. Don't give up. And don't, don't give up. Lay, don't lay down and die. Uh, in my case, and maybe you can see it behind my head, um, I had always been a hunter. So when the I got to the point where I could no longer no longer stand in front of a college classroom and lecture for four hours nonstop, shortness of breath and fatigue. I uh, I decided, well, I'm going to go do what I want to with the rest of my life, which is, was advice from the VA. Um, I went hunting, and that is about all I do any longer. Is I deer hunt. And I spend a great deal of time in southern part of Georgia hunting feral hogs. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bob, for sharing your authentic insights with everyone today. And thanks as well to all listeners. You can find all the podcasts in the 35th Anniversary Celebration Series, as well as other podcasts for patients, on the website aamds.org. See you next time. So long.